Hi guys, thank you so much for, for everyone um, who's tuned in already. Uh, if uh, Oh, I can see we've got some people who, oh no, um, if you would like to join in the conversation, you are very welcome uh, to grab a seat. Um, now, before anything else, I think it's important that we say a huge thank you, because without those guys, um, events like International Podcast Day simply would not um, would not exist. So a huge thank you to Platinum Sponsor Podcast is Paradise, uh, Gold Sponsors, Appendipity and Spreaker, uh, Silver Sponsors, Simple Podcast Press, Ring, I hope I say that right, and Scatter Radio. Uh, as I say, without their support, uh, there simply would not be event like the International Podcast Day. Now, I have Mike Russell joining me. Um, Mike is my partner in crime. And, Yay! Uh, and our youngest podcaster as well. And our youngest podcaster <laughs> as well. There you go. Um, By the way, it's, it's Ring Ring R, I think. Ring, Ring R. R. Thank you. modern startups. Thank now. you. Now, you can find all the information and special discount codes for the sponsors at internationalpodcastday.com slash supporters. <clears throat> so it's internationalpodcastday.com dot com slash supporters. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Mike, for joining in. And uh, to anyone perhaps who doesn't know who, who we are, um, we do a lot of work with the UK podcasters uh, here in the UK, as the name suggests. Uh, we started, um, is it nearly two years ago now, Mike? Yeah, it was March 2014. We did our first meetup in uh, London in the UK and it had about 25 podcasters attending and we had some nibbles and some beers and some soft drinks yeah. uh, and it ended up going on until four in the morning. So. It did. So, so it, we started off very gently in the UK. Um, after, after returning from uh, NMX in, in um, Las Vegas, we were very much inspired by the crowd in there and we thought, wow, you know, podcasters are in general so cool and we would love to have more friends like that closer to where we are yeah. so actually this the, the this sort of very beginning was um very selfish for us because we simply wanted to get more friends i can see the garbage pod is actually in the chat right now i'll try and uh, i know isabella you like to focus on on talking so i'll try and focus on the people who are chatting Thank away you. <laughs> uh, the garbage pod is is in the chat saying hey mike uh, and hi to you isabella and uh, obviously the garbage pod uh, was an attendee at our very first UK podcast yes, meetup. Was yes, <laughs> that's so. awesome. I also, see Pila is in there as well. I don't know if she's still watching. Um, obviously, Pila would have been watching the the Spanish uh, hour just before us. So really cool. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we, we started off with the first meetup, and as Mike said, we we had twenty five people coming over, and this is how the the UK podcasters community was born. Because after the first meetup, we thought, okay, there's clearly there are clearly podcasters in the UK first of all, and uh, they are amazing people to to be around. So why not to, to create something bigger? And we've created a UK podcasters community, um, which uh, initially was just about just little meetups like the first one. So we had, I think, two after that, did we, Mike? Uh, we did one in April with Chris Ducker, and I'm sure we did uh, a couple in the summer as well. So, yeah, yeah it's really Absolutely. awesome. I see uh, Craig Wieland is in the chat as well. He said, I sound echoey. I've got the uh, the full echo effect going on in the uh, in the kitchen downstairs, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> this is a podcast in crime, but I'm on the internal mic of my MacBook Mike Pro. Is, but Mike is, got the hile over there. Uh, Mike is doing a daddy duty this morning. So, as it's uh, 8 o'clock in the morning here in the UK, uh, yeah. both of our kids are, are still at home. So, uh, But we obviously <laughs> wanted to, to make sure we are around. So, Mike is on a daddy duty. And I, I see... I see that Ray Ortega is in the chat and uh, Ray has said that it's it's just gone midnight in California which of course it has so podcast day has officially begun in Yay! California because <laughs> we've had eight hours of it in the UK now we did yes <laughs> that's true so, um, so I'm just just going to woohoo hey and Pillar is in the chat as well uh, so there you go Podcast day is uh, is truly here, and uh, yeah, we are very much enjoying it, and we couldn't miss it. Yeah. So that's why kids are present. That's right, <laughs> kids are present as yeah. well. But remember to use the hashtag hashtag podcast day. That's the official hashtag. Uh, use it lots on Twitter when you're tweeting hashtag podcast day. 
Um, and uh, yeah, Isabella, maybe uh, tell us a little bit more about UK podcast. Yeah, so um, so I was just just saying about the first meetups we started, and I would encourage everyone and um, who's who's watching or perhaps will uh, watch or listen in, in the future, um, if if you are a podcaster and if you would like to uh, get creating um, a community uh, around podcasting in the future. I think it would be great uh, for you to start with a simple meetup. You know, it doesn't have to be anything too fancy. Um, it doesn't have to be anything uh, amazing. You know, it, it could be just a meetup at the bar. Now, Mike, can I ask you to please mute the microphone? It's in yes. the, the little icon in the corner of your... In the corner? Yeah, there is little... Ah, Mike figured it out. <laughs> Yeah, I think we are good. That's it. Yeah, perfect. So, um, so yeah, so start with a little meetup. And as I say, for us, it, it started with um, a couple of meetups, you know, 20 odd people attended those. And um, then we organized last year um, a mini conference. It was called UK Pod 14. And uh, we, we thought, you know, we, we are going to try and see what we can create on a slightly bigger scale. So we had uh, just around 100 podcasters attending uh, attending that one. So that was incredible. Uh, oh, I see. Including Bernie, Bernie J. Mitchell. He- who, just, who just wants to uh, join in. So here is Bernie. Hello. Hi. And welcome to the uh, – hello. I'm really excited to see this, this Spain thing. And I met with um, Pilar in, uh, in London yesterday. That's amazing. And- there you go. And so hello, Bernie. Um, and you are in London, Bernie, are you? I, I like you to think I'm in London, but really I'm in Essex. <laughs> That's fine. It's is, London. For anyone who doesn't know better, it's London, right? <laughs> which, yeah. It's zone four. So, um, and also, I'm, I'm going to give me a few seconds because I'm going to share this with uh, all, my, all my Spanish friends. There's a big festival for the sharing economy going on at the end of November. And then part of our ever-expanding podcast empire is to is to get people to talk in spanish so i can't speak spanish um even though i'm very interested in this so off, i'll let you get back to it oh okay yep yeah that's fine <laughs> that's all right uh, <laughs> so um yeah we started off the conference happened last year and we built it from there so now we have um uk podcasters directory uh so we we have directory with over 500 podcasters here in the uk um and uh just a few weeks ago we actually had uh, our second conference uh new media europe so we we wanted to make sure to cover quite a lot of ground um for for not only podcasters but also for people who may be potentially interested in podcasting because one of the things that we are very strongly trying to advocate here in the UK um is the use of podcasting for business um so, you know, there are many um, entrepreneurs or, or solopreneurs, business owners who are looking at different marketing um, techniques and actually podcasting uh, can be amazing if, if used in the right, the right way. And uh, we, we know many podcasters who, who, who do it very well. Now, Mike, um, I know you have <laughs> hands full <laughs> and we can't hear you. Remember, you've got to put... Um, You've got to put your microphone back on. Can you hear me now? We can hear you yeah. now. He's um, very interested so, in my earbuds. So yeah, I've got the, uh, the toy here and he pushes <laughs> it away. It's not of interest. Is that of interest to you? That's it. So, yeah, I was going to say that it's not fair because you are going to get more of the, you know, the claps than I do because of the little dragon. The little one there. Around, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at all of them coming yeah. in. <laughs> so, so there yeah. you go. Um, but I was, I was just going to, to have uh, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, hand over a little bit to you. Yeah. With regards to um, how podcasting can, can be amazing for business because actually you are the person who... Uh, initiated the whole podcasting bag for us. And Definitely, yeah. Podcast for Music Radio Creative, one of our companies. You That's said you're doing this, and we started off. Um, uh, we started off with that. So, I mean, w- w- what's your opinion about that? And obviously, you got into way before me. Well, it's it's mind blowing. It's absolutely mind blowing. I started the podcast for Music Radio Creative in 2012, um, and it was just really like uh, listening to podcasts to start with. So, I listened to a lot of different podcasts that were around. Um, realized that they were a great way to to communicate uh, with with other people and have a great personal bond. 
And um, when I started the very first episode, we, we had a, a sort of modest mailing list as well. Hello. And um, we emailed our mailing list to say, look, we've got a podcast out now. And the response was absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, people talking and uh, commenting on the episodes. Um, and I think as a result, you know, more people uh, come into your business, don't they? They, um, they like what you do. Would you agree with that as well? They do. And, and one of the other things that I would add to that is um, <laughs> podcasting enables you to create community. And this was this was one yeah. of the sort of reoccurring themes uh, during all of the speeches at New Media Europe um, a few weeks ago in Manchester. And community is far more important than anything else you build, because that community of faithful followers, people who are genuinely interested in what you do, they will be your advocates for, for what you do. They will spread the word about all of the little causes and, and things that you do. So community aspect yeah. of podcasting can have incredible effects on um, on your business or, or personal endeavors. Um, and, and I would say that actually for us, just to share a little bit more of a story there. Now, um, Mike, if you wouldn't mind muting your microphone if you don't speak, yes. that would actually be very helpful. I would also add, plus it's a, it's a ton of fun as well. Podcasting is actually fun. It's so easy to get started. Um, and if you can, I mean, I really enjoyed it when you started podcasting with me and we, we had a co-host podcast. So we did. That, that was great fun. So, yeah, it's just it's just generally fun. If it's something you enjoy doing, uh, then all the benefits come as a side to that, I would say. They certainly do. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think that one one of the other things uh, for us was the fact that once we started to shout to our um, customers about the fact that we podcast, we suddenly had a lot of people tuning in. And then when they were coming to our business, uh, so when they were coming in to, to actually buy jingles from us, they were saying, oh, I've just listened to Mike and Isabella. Oh, just Mike, Isabella just talked about this and that. And it's it's more than just a community because they feel like they are your friends. Uh, you know, they are people who know you very well. Um, I mean, Mike and I, when we podcast together, we tend to have, um, you know, just, just have a little bit of a laugh together as well as talk about the serious things. And we tend to bounce off each other quite well and um people like that and it was amazing because it actually created a really good um feel around our podcast and people who are tuning in uh, just just felt that they are part of it and it really then as an effect it, it really helped on our business uh, side of things because we had people just simply you know saying wow you know I know you guys, so I can work with you. Uh, and actually, I will say one more thing. We have experimented with podcasting beyond probably anyone else out there. We've tried uh, a lot of different things. Um, split testing is one of our, one of our big, uh, big, big uh, things. And one of the things we've done was um, when we had our one podcast, we thought, well, we are talking about four or five different topics usually within that podcast. Uh, so... We thought, well, the listenership does not really increase uh, that much. So with time, we hit the, the certain level and it was staying at that. So we thought, what can we do to perhaps bring it up and see if we can get, um, if we can get new followers as a result? And what we've done is actually split our one podcast into five individual podcasts. So we were releasing effectively a podcast, one podcast a day. So it was a, a like kind of a daily feed of podcasts. Um, and we've done that for around, was it two or three months, Mike? Um, it was, sorry, Mike is, Mike is two to three months. Yes. I'm, I'm just staying in with us as, as the earbuds are going in and out of my ear at the moment. <laughs> but yes, no, the, um, the split test was a, a fantastic, uh, lesson I would say in podcasting. Yeah. Um, we wanted to try, uh, just a few different topics we were interested in. So we did one on the art of white where we live, uh, internet marketing, a podcast about podcasting, audio production. And, uh, what was the other one? I always forget the other one. Uh, oh, branding cow. Branding cow. That's you with your, branding cow, uh, with yes. your branding, branding tips. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think we realized and we learned at the end of it, yes, we did get lots of listens because, well, we were putting more content out there, more episodes. Yeah. So, of course, we're, we're bound to get that. Um, 
But at the end, I think the, the, the tip is, uh, particularly if you're just at the starting stage, is to focus on, on one subject and one podcast and, and put everything into that. And I think that's been demonstrated by uh, podcast masters like Cliff Ravenscraft, who, uh, you know, had a ton of podcasts himself. And he said, well, actually, you know, the one I'm really passionate about, the one I love, and the one that everyone seems to be tuning into is Podcast Answer Man. So I'm going to focus on making that podcast the very best I can. And um, yeah, I think that was a, a similar learning experience for us. It, it really was. And, and one of the, because podcasting is not only about the, you know, the end result, what comes on the other side, but it also is how you enjoy podcasting because you have to enjoy it in order for your listeners to enjoy it. So after, after a couple of months, what we've realized we actually don't enjoy this as much as we did the initial version because suddenly it felt that for us, we have, you know, five times as much work, but not only, not only in that respect that, oh, it's, you know, the same topic. It was far more than that because we, we simply, it was very difficult to cope with that, even though we outsourced quite a lot of uh, post-production, uh, show notes, and, and all of the uh, post-promotion. Um, yeah, I was going to say some of them were really interesting to to produce. Like, for instance, I, I really enjoyed the audio production podcast. Um, but some of them, after about 10 episodes, the Isle of Wight podcast, we found really difficult to keep producing content for because we did. Yeah. <laughs> we thought it's only a thought, small place. Yeah, we've yeah. spoken about the Isle of Wight exactly, Bernie. That's right. So there's actually um, a really good team, Ali and Tony, who have a podcast called The Real Isle of Wight, uh, and they're up to I think they've done uh, double digits at least. They're heading up for their uh, centenary soon, so that'll be really good. Uh, they've got a lot to say about the Isle of Wight. But they've lived on the Isle of Wight all their life. And, so, uh, <laughs> what was um, what was the first thing you guys outsourced? Because that, that's, uh, uh, that's one, uh, one of the sub conversations was um, yeah, that I have with a lot of people is like, do I outsource my show notes for? It's, you know, the whole yeah. how to use an outsourcer thing. So, yeah, one of so the ha- things ha- that was easiest for us to outsource because of the the business we do was podcast production. So, um, that was the very first thing that uh has been has been sort of handed off. Um. Because we have we have actually team of producers for our other business, so we didn't need to look far. <laughs> uh, so that was easy to do, and we, we sort of slowly developed a little system for that. Um, and the very next thing was show notes. Uh, so and again with show notes, we went through like a little journey there. And um, I've just seen a pillars note uh, to say that you almost need to go through that process to find out what you need to do and what resonates. And that's very true. And it's the same with the podcast show notes. Um, when we we started off with a very thorough show notes and that's that was in the time when Mike was doing the, the show notes himself and he was genuinely just putting every single detail yeah. in there. That's right. We were virtually transcribing the whole episode, yeah. but instead of transcribing it, because actually this is an interesting topic, Isabella and Bernie. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk in podcasting of should I have really detailed show notes? Is it good for yeah. SEO? Is Google yeah. going to rank me better? Is, is this going to be a good thing? And yeah, we were virtually transcribed. Some people do transcribe the podcast. Some people have a, a PDF download of the transcript, which is yeah. great. Um, but yeah, what we were doing is we were actually listening back to the whole episode and we were writing a commentary on what happened in the episode. So exactly. it was even more complicated. It was taking longer, much yeah. longer to write the show notes than it was to produce the episode. And then Isabella, you go on and yeah, so we've we've then sort of uh, done it in a couple of stages. So uh, we were at this stage working already with a with a couple of virtual assistants. So we used one of our virtual assistants. We said, okay, well, can you just do the similar thing? So what she was trying to do is she was trying to almost replicate what we were doing, but with her own spin. But it didn't. I mean, it worked well, but again, it was time consuming for her. Uh, it, it wasn't, you know, it was expensive for us as a result. And then eventually what we sort of landed with, because what actually I will add to that, we were going uh, level up. So once she was doing the show notes, we then had uh, someone proofreading the show notes uh, and making sure that they were, you know, absolutely spotless when it comes to grammar and uh, pronunciations and everything else. So we, we almost were doubling up on that, which now in, in reflection sounds super silly. Um, but then what, what happened and actually probably was uh, as a result, the best thing that could have happened that virtual assistant um has left and we took another virtual assistant and actually she did something very different so she she looked at it and she thought oh 
this is what I'm going to do. Let me know whether you like that. And she has just done a very brief show notes, but with just timestamps of what we are talking about in the podcast. And you can, to, to see the example of what we are currently doing, uh, you can go to newmediaeurope.com uh, slash podcast. Am I right, Mike? Is that... Uh, I think that'll take you there, yeah. Yeah, that'll work. I can see uh, Craig and Dan in the chat are talking about um, show notes. Uh, Dan in particular yes. says that uh, it's definitely a lot more work if you want to do them properly. Uh, and Craig uh, says that his audience is specifically asking for transcriptions. And I can kind of understand why that might be, because uh, I know with Craig's podcast, it's about uh, speaking Spanish. So to have some kind of transcription, to be able to read those difficult words and, and compare. Um, one thing I'm sure, Craig, you're aware of uh, Mark Pendleton's podcast, the Coffee Break podcast. Um, he actually has, from what I understand, a premium uh, downloads, so he kind of gets these cheat sheets of how to speak a language uh, and sells them. So I mean, yeah. that's, that's a, yeah, maybe I mean, maybe there's a possibility to sell podcast show notes. Do you know? I genuinely, I genuinely think that when it comes to show notes, you have to look at what your podcast is about and how useful the show notes would be to your listeners. Because at the end of the day, it is about your listener and it is about what what do they want? How how do they consume audio? You know, how is um, that going to be helpful to them in any way, shape, or form. So um, perhaps, you know, just looking at that and, and making a fairly individual would be good. Uh, good yeah, we have guys, Paul. Guys, uh, what about... What? Join in. I'm going to add Paul in now. Oh, Good morning. Good morning. Sorry, Bernie. Over to you because you, 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 were, you were trying yeah. to say something. <laughs> so I've got... So what's the... Um, I'm always intrigued about how the relationship of show notes this sounds like such a geeky question show notes and people that listen on mobile because i do most of my listening on mobile and i hardly ever look at the show notes now but as we've got deeper into this i've been thinking oh actually i would you know if like i very rarely leave itunes um oh bernie you're cracking up a little bit i'm not sure whether it's just me paul can you can you see the same thing here yes i can unfortunately can. sorry bernie but uh we you need to refresh if you can hear this bernie you need to refresh your browser there you go that's the one thing you need to do so hello paul can you hello good morning you, good morning can you introduce yourself to us a little bit uh, about what you do sure i uh, so my name is paul deach and um i run uh, or i'm the founder of the surrey residence network uh and uh, that started off as a blog, mm. um, and it's still a blog, but um, as you probably know, Isabella, writing blog posts can be quite um, time-consuming, like, like show notes. Yes. Um, and out of laziness, really, I, I discovered podcasts and thought this is a great way to get to our message out. <laughs> and cheat a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Bernie's back if he wants to uh, carry on his point. I, I am. How far, how far did we get in that? Because I feel I've been up stage. Yeah, any of it, Bernie. So, um, show notes and how they, at the moment, it's nearly gone now. Sorry, guys. Um, show notes and on a mobile device, because I find it really hard to actually get my phone out of my pocket and leave reviews and do things. So, does it, does it enhance the Lister experience on mobile? That's a very specific question, so feel free to skip over. <laughs> No, do you know, it is a very interesting question. And I, I think, again, it probably depends on what uh, topic of your podcast is, what content you produce. Because, uh, you know, if, if you have, say, for example, if you give out a lot of links in your podcast, or if you give out a lot of, I don't know, coupon codes or sort of uh, special things for people to grab, then show notes are absolutely crucial. Um, but it just really depends. And also, it people tend to consume content in a you know, very different manner. So I, I, I personally think, but this is just my personal opinion. Please don't take my word for it. <laughs> I, I nev I've never um, read through any show notes of any podcast I listen to. Never. Ever. Not, not once. Literally not even once. So to me personally, show notes are not something I would put a lot of, um, a lot of effort into unless I wanted to convert that particular, that particular uh, podcast potentially to be also a blog post, which brings me to what Paul was just saying that he was trying to do it the other way around. He was trying to create a podcast and, um, perhaps have a little bit of an easier way with your blog. So, Paul, I would love uh, for you to continue because I think you had a very interesting point in there. 
Yeah, well, actually, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, mm. I love podcasts. In fact, I even pay for some podcasts. Cause, um, so I, I listen to LBC. I uh, don't know if you guys have heard of LBC. It started off in London, but it's now a national sh- uh, radio show across the yeah. UK. And their podcast... Uh, uh, their podcasts are, av- are available, but behind a paywall, so you actually have to pay for them. Because yes. I'm a busy, I'm a busy fella, and um, I don't particularly in the mornings when I'm getting the, my daughter ready for school. She literally just walked out the door a minute ago. Um, you know, you don't have time to listen to podcasts or, or radio shows when they're being broadcast. Um, and I love LBC. I love that. Um, and actually, I think that Blab which is a point I'll get to in a minute. I think Blab are going down the route of uh, talk radio um, mm. but in, in a podcast, which is exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah, Exactly yeah. what we're doing right now. Um, and it's going to add a whole new dimension to podcasting, I think. And I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Um, um, did, you, but, did you know that Blab brought PodClear last week? Yes, I do. I watched the town hall. In fact, I did a blab about that yesterday. And if you go back through my replays, you'll uh, you'll uh, see I'll, that. Yeah, I'll, but I'll I mean, do that now. that's very exciting. Very exciting news um, for all of the, all people who are involved in podcasts. But to get back to your point about uh, show notes, Isabella, um, I, I, I uh, not only do I produce podcasts, but I listen to a lot of podcasts as well. Um, and um, I do look at show notes actually. Um, because there's, I, I subscribe to that many different podcast shows that sometimes, because podcasts can be quite niche in, in or niche, as they say in America, uh, they, they're, they're quite niche. Um, there's some shows that are very niche, and I don't always want to listen to a show. It depends on what they're talking about. Yeah. So I will go through the show notes. And Bernie, to answer your uh, point about um, on mobile, Actually, um, it is possible to see show notes on mobile. It depends on what platform you're using. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Apple fanboy, so uh, I use the Apple Podcast app to uh, consume most of my podcasts. And actually, if you uh, look at the profile, a lot of podcast shows will put their show notes in the uh, profile of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. I, I find it hard to find. That's, I think that was – I know they're on there, but – I just find it really hard to, you know, it's not, it's not very accessible or very, it doesn't seem very important to the app. I think uh, one of the points that uh, Blab was trying to make, and I, I allude to this in my uh, Blab yesterday about the town hall meeting that they had. I don't know. I don't know how long you guys have been on Blab and how much you use it, but uh, I've been on it for a little while now. And, um, uh, uh, you know, I've I've invested a fair bit of time into, uh, figuring it out, um, also finding out the history of it and the direction in which they're going. And they do a uh, a town hall meeting every couple of weeks to announce to the community their latest news, innovations and uh, features that they're going to be rolling out. And um, and in the last one, which I stayed up till one o'clock in the morning to, to watch, which I've never done before. That's how excited you- I am about this platform. <laughs> Did you used to queue outside the Apple Store as well? I've done that once before. I've done that <laughs> once before, but then I then I discovered that you can actually get stand more than actually getting the device yeah. if you pre-order it online. Um, yeah, but, uh, without totally. queuing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the excuse me, I'm I've got a cold and I'm dripping, which is one unfortunate <laughs> thing of uh, one unfortunate <laughs> thing of video, I suppose. <laughs> so yeah so what i was saying was is that um uh they were alluding to the fact in their uh, uh town hall meeting that uh, hello pillar <laughs> uh, that uh podcasting although 
is becoming more mainstream. I don't think it's quite there yet. It's not quite mainstream, but I think yeah. we are literally on the cusp of it going mainstream. We very much are in the UK. I think that it's it's yeah. slowly, it's just about on that breaking point. Um, I think so. Yeah, I, I will. I will have something. Uh, uh, hopefully interesting to add to that uh, poll but before anything else i would love to welcome pilar hello uh, hello welcome. <laughs> to, to anyone who doesn't know who you are would you please introduce yourself i'm pilar orti i host the 21st century work life podcast cool. uh, and seeing as you've given me two two seconds of space um craig and i are hosting a podcast uh, blab in spanish today it's not part of the official we just didn't get in on time but that's at 6 p.m uk time that's in spanish and then at 8 p.m we'd like to invite any uk podcasters which isabella and mike have amazingly created this community and now we meet people and now yesterday i had coffee well we had a walk with bernie rankings cross i'm now working with craig so this is great um and on the point of community why i wanted to jump in is that i think Blab uh, is allowing now for a different format of podcast. One, of course, it's live, but I think this, the jumping in, the audience jumping into the seat, um, I think it's a great, for me, it's an amazing platform. I've got thousands of ideas of how to use it. But as a podcast now, and, and talking of growth also, now if we can have audience interaction and then we can have the audio quality of people just coming in, I think this is, it's going to be, it's, yeah, I think. It's going to change the game. Yes. It, it yeah. certainly is going to change the game. But one thing that I would, uh, I would say will be a little bit of a learning curve for podcasters is actually how to, how to handle, you know, the, the whole jumping on the seats, introducing people over, because you have to, you have to think of how is that going to sound to a potential listener? They are, uh, not, yeah. you know, they are not potentially watching. They are just listening. Um, uh, so we have the added benefit of actually seeing the screen. But the oh, real yeah. magic is going to be how to make sure that this conversation is very interesting and, and it's not disturb it, it, it doesn't distract the, the whole flow of, uh, of the podcast. That's a very interesting point, Isabella. Uh, mm. Actually, I've been um, doing this type of format for my podcasts for quite some time, actually for about 18 months now. Not on Blab, but I was using Hangouts on air. Mm. Uh, uh, I've even used GoToMeeting. I uh, don't know if you've heard of that yeah, product, but, which is that. a premium, yeah. which is a premium product. Yeah. Uh, I've used Skype as well to do interviews, yeah. and there's actually a new um, app that's come on the market. And actually, I think the International Podcast Day people are uh, ha- have these guys sponsoring them. Uh, it's called Ringar, which is an app. A uh, little bit buggy, a little bit quirky, um, but I think that as they iron out their their issues, I think that will be quite an interesting uh, way because. Uh, the way I do my podcast is from a citizen journalist point of view. So I don't, except I don't always have a show. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll have a show or guests if I want to maybe interview a politician or something like that. And it's very difficult to get them in the same room with you. Then I'll use the technology. But yeah. most of the time, most of my podcasts are actually done out in the field. Yeah. Um, you know, so, um, but this is going to, I think, Pilar actually stole my thunder by by saying that uh, uh, that what Blab want to do, and she's yeah. absolutely right, is bring a whole new immersive dimension to podcasting, which for the la- really has been quite one dimensional in it in the, for the most part, um, you know, and and that's really exciting to me. Really, really exciting. It is exciting, but uh, also it introduces it introduces a lot of uh, interesting uh, sort of uh, topics on the side of it. For example, I know that some podcasters uh, are very uncomfortable in front of camera, so uh, getting on on Blab may be a bit of a milestone for for them to jump over. There is a way around that. There is a way around that, Isabella. Um, uh, so on on this particular platform. Um, it's, it's it's actually possible to turn your camera off. Yes, but okay. it's not the so, same. So then, you, if you, it's if, not. It's not the same. So that's you know, it kind of defeats the object of doing the blab, uh, because the whole beauty of it is people can actually also see you in addition to hearing you. So can I just interrupt? So you've got um, a, what what you might not be aware is is there's a guy in the in the comments now, Sean VP. Okay. He's actually one of the uh, owners of Blab. 
Oh, wow. Fantastic. And, he, and he's watching it right now. He's listening to us talking right now. He's, so, he's one of the guys. Um, and I'll, I'll happily free up my seat if he wants to come in and say hi and just... Uh, no thanks he says <laughs> he probably gets that request quite a lot uh yeah i bet he does so, sean yeah. thank you very much for watching uh it, it is an amazing platform and yes it would be lovely to um uh, it would be lovely to get your input. You are in bed and is late in San Francisco. Fine, <laughs> we will. Yeah, it, we will it is, but 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 um, I wa- like I say I watched the town hall and, and and I'm glad Sean's watching this. But I mm-hmm. I was very excited about um, the acquisition of Podclear yeah. and what that might mean. Um, they were holding a few things quite tightly to their chest when they were uh, they weren't actually telling us exactly how they see it going forward because obviously they're still developing it. Um, but I think it's a very exciting format. Like I said, I'm an avid listener of LBC, yeah. uh, which is a talk radio thing. And, and this platform, in its current form, gives us the ability to have people calling in, uh, members of the community, members of the public, or, or like-minded souls yes. who can give their view. And that just really does bring a whole new dimension to podcasting. It does, and um, I'm glad you you mentioned LBC in here because UK has gone through a fairly unique path when it comes to podcasting. Um, yes. So we we started off in around 2005, where, where when everyone else started, and um, it was a, a lot of sort of fairly uh, you know specific podcasts. Uh, well, let's call them fairly geeky podcasts. Came came about uh, you know a lot of people just simply sitting in their bedroom with a microphone under the bed sheet, you know, recording whatever was on their minds yeah um, and then we had radio uh, jumping on the the podcasting um, but with with slightly different angle as well it was just sort of the best bits of the show as, as you mentioned you know or or just the the talk bits cut out of the the whole radio show with music um, and I think that this this particular part has built that um, image for a regular listener that this is what the podcast is that the podcast is a radio show that uh, oh, it can be yeah yeah so so and also if you look at the you know the best of itunes in the uk majority um majority of the podcast there they are actually radio shows talking about radio show podcasts i noticed someone has just popped up in the itunes store again featured recently uh, chris moyles is back there you go the podcast, yes. um there. on on radio x um, which I believe is the new name for XFM, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 104.9 in London and 97.7 in Manchester. So Chris Moyles apparently uh, is, is podcasting again. He's, he released his first episode yesterday. There you go. In the so, right. right, and Russell Brandt. Um, yeah. you know, Russell Brandt, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I don't particularly like Russell Brandt. I like his comedy. I don't like his politics, but... Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but um, yeah, put him together with Jonathan Ross, and that's a dangerous combination. Yeah, yeah. What's interesting <laughs> is he's that uh, he launched his podcast show on Audio Boom, which is yes. a fantastic uh, podcasting platform here in the UK. And um, um, as we've got Sean VP in uh, listening to us, one thing I would like to uh, request, and, and maybe they're already thinking of this, is that um, so you know how you're able to um, when this when this blab is over, you're able to automatically just by pressing a button upload it to your youtube channel well i would like that ability but to upload it to my podcast channel (laughs) there you go (laughs) that would be be so cool if i could upload that to my uh itunes uh, podcast channel that would be really cool so sean if you're listening that's a feature i want (laughs) there you go yeah absolutely craig hey Hey, craig morning craig hey good morning everyone Good morning. How are you doing? Hi, hi, Paul. I've never met you before. Is that the right way I'm supposed <laughs> That's to wait? Is that way. Paul that way or is that Paul that way? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> that way on my screen. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. A podcast is a language podcast, which is why I was really interested in um, what you were saying before about uh, show notes, Isabella, mm. because obviously with a language podcast, um, they just want the transcriptions. They want to have that written uh, transcriptions for the podcast. So that's something I've, I've obviously been thinking about. But I wanted to comment very briefly on what you were saying before, Isabella, about this community aspect yes. of, of, um, of what's happening now with, with this kind of technology. And especially as far as business is concerned, do you remember in the old days when you wanted to sell a vacuum cleaner, you go door to door and there was very much this attitude of, uh, of community and face to face. And then 
over the last years, we've just been spoken at by TV and spoken at by radio, and it's all become one-sided. And I think mm-hmm. people are tired of that. And I think this whole idea of podcasting and going back to the community-based idea of, 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 of blabbing and getting people jumping in and reaching out to the public, I think it, it all just seems to be turning and going back to the way it was before. Right. I think people are tired of mass media. I think that what they want that personal connection. And that's Absolutely. what businesses, I think, are going to have to come to terms with. What do you guys I, I, think about that? Well, and businesses, um, you know, uh, there's a trust thing, isn't there? What, what you're talking about there is you've just been sold out, sold out, sold out. But a format like this, where we're just everyday citizens chatting about things, yeah. is more believable, it's more credible. Um, and, and from a, a marketing point of view, it's actually quite subliminal. Um, uh, you know, if you're using it for marketing purposes. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, I'll take your point there, Craig. I think that's a very, very good point. I would say it could work to the extent where it could almost be um, not dangerous for you as a business, but dangerous for the customer. Uh, for instance, uh, one of the first podcasts I started listening to uh, was about uh, Internet marketing and uh, raising the profile of your website. And I remember making an inquiry to that company and they were so busy they didn't have time to get back to me. <laughs> I guess that's a really good sign, right? <laughs> Could um, yeah. could, could I uh, just uh, make a point to Isabella, going back to her show notes uh, thing? Uh, what, one of the things that I think that uh, Blab are working on is annotations, um, and that will be very useful as a podcaster, so that so that your listeners will be able to jump to a specific point of the podcast if that's the only bit that they're interesting interested in. Um, so again, adding a whole new dimension to uh, to your podcast show. So you won't really need show notes because they will be the show notes, if you see what I mean. Yeah, no, that's that's a very very good uh, point, Paul. And um, I wanted to actually just um, um, expand a little bit on what Craig just said sure. about uh, the Sorry business to. aspect. Yeah. And um, what I would say to that is. If podcasting done correctly, it can have a, a huge impact on the community um, of of certain business. So, uh, you know, for example, but it's it's not about podcasting and, and just saying, oh, look, this is us, how great we are. You know, this is what we do. It's more about giving people the knowledge. As you say, people are tired of being uh, sort of talked at, but they would like to be talked to. Yeah. And that's what podcasting introduces. Um because with the mass media, you are just talked at. It, you, you don't have, you know, you, you tune in. Uh, it's targeted at uh, thousands of people, well, sometimes millions of people. So it's not targeted at you. With a podcast, we have ability to narrow this down, to niche down, and to actually talk to our listeners. Um, very specifically, narrowing down the topic, uh, different ideas, and interaction. So, therefore, building the community. That's true, but where's the line between um, the professionalism of traditional media and the informality of podcasting? I mean, wasn't it great before when mm-hmm. we saw Zane and in the podcast previous to this, the Spanish guy Emilio, in the middle of a very technical explanation about podcasting, his baby daughter came in to kiss him goodbye before she went off to school, which was lovely. I mean, that for me yeah. was the most yeah. memorable thing about the, the blab. But wh- where's the line between that you have to be professional to some extent because you're a business, mm-hmm. but then there's this informality that people love so much and this personal aspect to it. Yeah. That's what I'm playing with at the moment. Well, it's, yeah. it's called structure, Craig. It's called structure because the thing is, is, is that um, if you were doing it for business purposes and you were, so for instance, I, I uh, do this professionally. You know, I, I, I'm a, a professional uh, or, or a, a social media professional. And one of the things that I do um, is, is professional podcast for some businesses. I'm going to share a link with you in the um, in the comments there. And that was a podcast series that I was commissioned to do for um, the local town centre independent businesses. Okay. And, um, you know, the thing is, is that if I was going to do that on this platform, I would make sure that my daughter wasn't around. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be sat here in my uh, pyjamas unshaven. You know, I'd be, I'd be, um, you know, looking like I'd come to work. Um, this, this podcast is an informal podcast, I would say. Um, and it's not meant to be uber professional. So, you know, the point is, is, is that you, you, you would uh, structure yourself and be, and you'd come to work. If you're going to, if you're going to do it for work purposes, then you would be geared up for that. 
Um, and the other thing is, is uh, it's also about choice because, you know, people don't have to listen to it. That's the beauty of this, this, um, technology. Uh, it's almost like on demand TV. If you think about it, you know, people can watch what they want to watch. No one's forcing them to. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree with you to a point, but as Pilar said in the chat room, it's knowing your audience. Obviously, if somebody's paying you to do a podcast, mm. then you have to meet their expectations. Absolutely. But if you're, if you're, if you're going for an audience, then yes. perhaps that, that touch of informality is, is going to be what's drawing them in. And yes, I would agree with that. I would very much agree with that, Craig. And again, this is one of the this is one of the huge takeaways we had um, from New Media Europe and a lot of speeches there. Uh, the importance of being yourself. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, people buy people. They they yes. don't buy fake images. They don't buy brands. They buy people. And therefore, yes, you know, if if you will be yourself, you may offend ten people out of hundred. <laughs> But you are going to appeal to the 90 out of 100. And that's, that's the real important aspect of, of being yourself. So I, I would just say the importance of just, you know, not pretending to be somebody else is hugely, hugely important. Here. Oh, absolutely. You're going to get, you're going to get found out sooner or later. Um, you know, yes. to be, to be a good liar, you've got to have a good memory. So, um, you know, that's, that's me out then. I'm going to, to jump out so that somebody else can come in. It's nice talking to you guys. Yeah. Nice talking to you too, Craig. Thank you Cheers, so much Craig. for joining Yeah, and I'll, I'll free up my seat if somebody wants it. Um, you know, but uh, getting back to, uh, you know, the, 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 the main subjects on, on um, bookmarks and, or, or show notes and all that sort of stuff, uh, this platform is going to, really changed the way that we all podcast, I think. And I can't wait to tap into your show. I wasn't aware of, um, what did you call it? New Media Europe or something? It is New Media Europe, yes. So- I'm going I'm to subscribe to that. Is it on iTunes? It is on iTunes, yes. <laughs> wow, fantastic. I can't wait. Yes. Oh, brilliant. So, yeah, no, it's uh, so, so many interesting conversations on this blab. And uh, we've we've covered the um, idea of show notes. We went talking about blab and um how that is changing the game for podcasters, uh, being yourself, you know, uh, where do you draw the line? Maybe we could, um, we could move the conversation on a little bit in the last 15 minutes. And we've talked, uh, as you say, about UK podcasting. How about podcasting in Europe? And I'm really, really impressed to see that International Podcast Day has gathered podcasters from not only all over the world, but also many corners of Europe. I've seen Denmark in there. I've seen Spain just before us. Yeah. So I'm curious as to how Europe is picking up on podcasting. And obviously, we have that unique challenge of the the language barrier, of course. So if you do a podcast in your native language, it's only going to be listened to in, in that country or parts of the world where that language is spoken. So. But, you know, that's that's the beauty of it, I think. And, you know, it, it does go back to being yourself and targeting specific audience. So mm. I, I think a great example, and I really wish he was here, is Mr. Michal Mikhail, 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 yeah, in yes. Poland. Yeah, uh, yeah, perhaps yeah. you could send him a tweet, Mike. Maybe he can join in uh, on the blab. Uh, I haven't used Twitter for nine days. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten how to oh. use it. <laughs> We've been on holidays, and literally this is our Let first day back. Uh, but uh, Michal is an, a great example of, of how to do it well. He's um, a Polish uh, podcaster. He podcasts um, in in Polish on how to save money. So he's podcasting oh, cool. save how to save money. That's a good and, idea. Uh, he he through his podcast and a blog, he literally became uh, the money saving expert of of Poland. He he is on 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 that kind of level, right? Um, but it, it just shows that. In a country where uh, we were reading the stats, and actually, I think uh, Poland is taking uh, taking the seat a little bit later today. Um, but in a country where uh, something like ninety three percent of uh, devices are Android devices, and therefore uh, people are not. Um, you mean exposed- they don't queue around the block in Warsaw for the uh, the latest eye gadget? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so no, they they probably don't. But oh. um, there is a huge um, barrier in terms of uh, cost for the iOS devices. Therefore, the listening uh, to Experience. the podcast mainly happens actually on the web uh, because people don't, you know, they don't have the native uh, podcast app on the iPhone. Um, they are not that familiar with Stitcher. Stitcher is not big at all in Poland. So there is a huge problem there with how to actually listen to um, 
to the podcasts. So they are still a little bit behind, yet Michal managed to actually build incredible community and listenership um, and actually build um, a fantastic uh, business on the back of that. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that actually now this is opportunity for the podcasters in, in Europe in native languages to, uh, take on the lead and actually create amazing podcasts now because yeah. you don't have much competition. I can like, see Colin Gray has joined, by the way, the podcast host at the podcasthost.com oh, has just joined in. Um, but one thing I would say about uh, Polish podcasting, it's very interesting. Um, I didn't think there were that many podcasts in the Polish iTunes store, but from what I understand, Isabella, there is a podcasting conference happening in Poland in November. Do you want to talk about there that? Is. Yes, Amazing. there is. Uh, you've, put me, you've put me on the spot here, but I actually, I don't, I don't think I have all the details uh, with me in here. If you give me a minute, Mike, I'm going to find them oh, out. Oh, yes. Oh, look, it's already in the notes. Polcaster.pl. I mean, oh, this that's is the one. amazing. Yeah. And, you know, huge kudos to the, uh, the organizer yeah. or organizers of this event. Um, because, Absolutely. you know, we, we've been there. <laughs> we've been through it. And to, to do something like this in, in Poland, I think, yeah. is, is brave and exciting. And, uh, you know, it does. is brave and exciting. Because yeah. if you think about it, uh, you know, a former Eastern Bloc country, um, where this type of communication doesn't come naturally to uh, yeah. a lot of uh, uh, there's still plenty of people from that generation and that mindset. Um, yeah. And one of the things that uh, uh, platforms like this have done is is actually democratized yeah. uh, broadcasting. Totally, uh, yeah. anybody can do it. I mean, yeah. it was only a few <laughs> years ago. If you look on the Podcast Day uh, website, um, there was. Uh, a timeline of where podcast started and, and how it started. And uh, one of the people on there, and somebody who I, I uh, listen to all the time, is, is Leo Laporte from America, his, his This Week in Tech. Um, I'm an avid listener of that. And he's right there, right at, right at the sort of beginning of that timeline. Um, and if you look at his setup, you know, he's got a, he, he says it all the time on his podcast, a million dollar studio um, yeah. with all the latest equipment and yeah. broadcasting equipment. But look at us, you know, we're doing this right. Would you say, Paul, that he has climbed to that level because he already had the profile and experience from working in radio, though? That's the question. I, I think so. Yeah, I think that it didn't do him any harm, certainly. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he was he's obviously the a, a, a true meaning of early adopter as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, so is, is, I will, I will uh, say something controversial. Is podcasting a democracy or is there a, an upper echelon? Uh, and is it difficult to break through the glass ceiling of being just your average Joe podcaster to your superstar podcaster, shall we say? That's a very interesting question. And actually, and, and actually, um, there's a yes and a no answer to that. Yeah. Because, you know, it doesn't really matter how big. So, so as a social media professional, I say to my clients all the time, don't get hung up on followers. It's not actually that important. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if you're good at what you do and you believe in what you do and getting back to Isabella's point earlier about as if you're true to yourself and honest, then your, yeah. your audience will grow. Okay. And just because Leo Laporte has tens of millions, perhaps of subscribers, in his field of expertise doesn't mean to say that me in Surrey with a couple of thousand subscribers, yeah. you know, yeah. isn't, isn't the same thing at a hyper local level. Exactly. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. And I, I think that, uh, I think that if you are good at what you do, uh, the listeners and followers will, will come. You're a superstar in your niche. You are indeed. Yeah. So, and, and it's important. I mean, obviously, there is always going to be that sort of glass ceiling uh, to, to come over. It is only glass. It's not lead. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it is only glass. And I think that at the end of the day, um, it comes down to how good you are, how, you know, what content you create. And if you continually improve yourself, there is a chance for you to be in there. Just to keep us on time here, guys, we've got eight minutes left in our slot. And I see uh, Sarah Tough Girl Williams is already here. She's coming on next. Hello. I'm going to leave you guys now. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Paul. And I can't, oh, actually, I'll wait till he comes back. But I, I, I can't wait to listen to your podcast. What's it called again? New Media Europe <laughs> Show. I'm going to subscribe you're, you're to awesome right now on my new oh, iPhone. Need to look you up as well. <laughs> <laughs> and, Thank and you, could, Paul. And could you put a link to your website in the comments, please? 
yes we will do let's do that now it's been a real pleasure i'm gonna do one of these uh at about half 10 um oh fantastic yeah so yeah yeah check it out we will we will try to check it out then <laughs> yes thank you all oh. the best you guys well done fantastic thank you cheers Paul. cheers thank all the best Paul. So, um, yeah, I see Sarah Tough Girl Williams is uh, now in the yeah. chat. She's coming up in seven She's minutes from now. Soon, yeah. And actually, we can talk a bit. This is uh, what we call in radio. Sorry, my radio background coming in. Cross-promotion. Cross-promotion. <laughs> coming up next, it. it's Sarah Williams, and uh, she's awesome. Her enthusiasm is just unbelievable. It's amazing. We, yeah. we know Sarah. We've met her face-to-face. Uh, tell us a little bit about Sarah, Isabella. She's uh she's the tough girl. <laughs> she's no, do you know what? I, I think that's from Sarah the Wirral, but she doesn't have a Wirral accent, which is interesting. No, there you go. No, she's she's incredible. She's been uh she's been a helper at uh, New Media Europe and uh, it's just her An enthusiasm. Awesome she she has been and her enthusiasm uh, is just very much catching so uh definitely uh, do do stay up to to watch sarah she is incredible um before we will head off uh, i just wanted to uh say one more thing actually which uh we kind of were walking around in in all the conversation about radio um so as as Craig i said is actually on, asking if there's going to be a weather and travel report at the top of the hour <laughs> i'm sure mikey can do that well um <laughs> But one one thing I wanted to add in the UK specifically, obviously we have a lot of uh, radio podcasts in uh, the podcasting directory, yeah. and I wonder whether there is something to be learned from radio um, to to the podcasters. You know, whether there is any any way we can at some point arrive at the final destination together. I think because yeah, I think there's a lot to be learned from radio, Isabella. Um, I mean, Colin Gray said it at the. Um, we did a meetup in Scotland, I think it was back in August, just a month before New Media Europe. Uh, and Colin Gray said, yeah, absolutely, podcasters can learn a lot from the radio industry. Uh, obviously, there are also the kind of radio habits that you don't want to import to podcasting, like yeah. so much like the, the weather or the top of the hour or, you know, yes. being dead on 30 minutes to time. You don't need to do that kind of thing. But um, no. you have production values down very well. So. Definitely. But for some reason, podcasters and radio people don't talk to each other just yet. And I, I hope that at some point in the near future, we will be able to change that. I mean, um, obviously, Mike, uh, your background is strongly in radio. Yeah. Um, and I'll say uh, now, UK podcasters, new media, Europe, we're open. If there's a radio conference out there in Europe yeah. that wants to uh, have a conversation, shall we say, then let's do yeah. it. <laughs> let's do it. Because yeah. I, I think that there is such a huge, you know, radio has to realize that podcasting is um, not potentially a thread but a complement to what they do and i think it's it's important to perhaps try and find a way to work together um i think it would be the best result for our listeners um and that's what we need to we need to look at our listeners are the most important people in all of this um so i'm sure that there is something to be done with regards to radio and podcasting together definitely i think that's uh that's almost a fantastic thought to uh, to end our hour slot on the marriage. Would it be a marriage between radio and podcasting? Marriage between affair? radio and podcasting. <laughs> and we, we have Sarah joining in now. Um, and she, yeah, so, um, yeah, in- incredible chat. Thank you for everyone who has joined. And hello, Sarah. <laughs> Hi. Hello, how are you guys doing? Very how well. You? How's it going with you? Oh, you are <laughs> Breaking up a little bit. I think you may need to uh, restart it again. We are going to wait for you to join, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so just um, just to sort of sum up the whole hour uh, for us, we, we started off with explaining a little bit as you know as to how we started the UK podcasters community. Uh, we talked about. Um, show notes, community. Uh, we talked about Blab and, and how that's changing the game uh, for podcasters. We have talked about how the connection with radio uh, and so many different things. Um, Sarah, I hope that you're arriving. <laughs> Working. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good, good. Can we hear you well? Um, I think we've got this sort of um, few minutes uh, to, to make sure that you are all working well. It does say you've got poor internet signal, and we try. We have Prax Magazine. Yeah. Trying do to I need to? Ch- I need to change the session or something and put. Um, I, you, your audio. You, oh, yes, you, you are good. audio only. Um, I can't hear you anymore. Uh, 
<laughs> I've got a feeling that oh, Sarah, okay. Sarah may have some internet connection uh, issues. Um, Sarah, are you there? And that's an interesting thing to talk about. I'll just talk about this while we're getting this sorted out. Internet connections um, are getting faster and faster. So, you know, we've always said, oh, we should compress podcasts down to being the smallest size possible. They should be, you know, encoded at 56 kilobits per second and mono. Sorry if I'm talking jargon, but, you know, really, really tiny so that people can download them really fast. That's not going to be an issue going forward, as we're seeing. In, yeah. Certainly in the United Kingdom, fiber is in every town, every city, every village. It's here on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. Uh, you can easily download, I mean, 128 kilobits per second stereo is becoming a kind of standard at the moment. But soon, why not 320 kilobits per second? Or why not download podcasts in WAV form? That could be the future. Exactly. And we could have, like, super crystal clear yeah. quality. And and I think it's coming very soon. I mean, we've got 4G connection now. You, you've tested that on the on the Isle of Wight just the other day. It was uh, 90, 90 down, 20 up. Yeah, Sarah's back. Hey, hey, I can think you... it's working. <laughs> I can see you. Hello. The one thing we need to be aware of is that we obviously would like the stream going, and if Sarah's yeah. connection is not good, um, we'll just keep going to... until until that resolves. Basically, that's it. So so that's fine. We will we will just keep going. Um, as we go now, I've seen there was an interesting comment from uh, uh, from Gavin, and uh, he's from Australia, and he says that some of the biggest podcasts in Australia are rebagged radio shows. There you go, bang! This is exactly what we talked about uh, earlier on in the UK, and um, I I personally have a little bit of a love and hate relationship with that particular aspect of things because I think that radio was obviously. Um, you know, is, is great for, for many, many people. Um, it also has done certain damage to how podcasting is perceived by uh, potential listeners. And I think that uh, now it poses the um, challenge to us as podcasters to try and show the listener what the benefit of podcasting is and how it truly can work. Um, because at the moment, people are not necessarily looking at a podcasting as a information tool or education tool it's more of an entertainment tool and we have that that one part part to to overcome and it is you know how do we change that view to um to be that you know we are something more than just it's, it's interesting jared luber has come in with a question better quality sound but when will video aesthetics become valued? Obviously, we've talked a lot about upping the quality of sound. Um, but, yeah, I mean, video podcasting, that's podcasting too. And, yeah. uh, you know, the new iPhone has just been released now with a 4K video camera. I mean, this yeah. is huge. So do I use my DSLR camera to shoot or do I use my iPhone 6S? This is the question. We should be absolutely. I think people always value better quality sound over the video. So, like, I mean, you can see on, on Blab now we've got just, like, tiny little uh, boxes here on uh, small internal cameras. Um, but, yeah, we should be looking to up our, our video game for certain. I, I agree with that. What do you think? Is I, I, th I think so, too. And I think that the quality is going to be um, a huge factor on, you know, how – listener chooses who to um who to chat to uh so you may have uh you know if i have a choice and if i can listen to someone of an amazing audio or video quality i will choose that person over someone who uh yeah. who doesn't have that and the barriers we had say up until two or three years ago they are gone now. So yeah. if there are still podcasters out there saying that, oh, I can't start a podcast, it's such a huge cost, you know, I have to invest thousands of pounds in my studio, not the case anymore. Yeah. And um, I think that's great. You know, that's just one another reason to, to start a podcast and to do something incredible with that. Definitely. Before we go over and out, by the way, I'd like to say a huge thanks to uh, Dave and Steve, uh, who, uh, again, have organized this podcast day, uh, truly embracing the world now, which I just think is absolutely amazing. So, And I'm looking at the schedule that they've lined up of everyone who's due to come on on this podcast day. It's huge. It's amazing. It's only going to get bigger. So thanks to Dave and Steve. Absolutely. Uh, and I will echo that entirely. And uh, I will also add to that, uh, that if, if you are watching and, and perhaps you have something to offer that is uh, of interest to podcasters, do support International Podcast Day, uh, you know, become one of the sponsors in the future, uh, because podcasting is only going to get bigger. And this is amazing, amazing um, uh, cause to, to support. So yeah, just just a couple of pennies there. <laughs> Definitely. So um, we've got Sarah. Sarah, can you hear us? 
I've got a few I can hear you guys. Can you uh, hear me? We can, but you, you come up with a little icon saying that you've got poor internet signal. So I'm not no. sure whether we, whether we should <laughs> right. just uh, stay, stay chatting for two minutes. Let me just try and refresh um, it here. So continue no talking the awesome conversations. Okay. No on, problem at all. No problem at all. So, uh, yeah. So I, I think that that's, um, it's just sort of interesting to, to observe all of that uh, and just say, you know, podcasting uh, podcasting is in an interesting place at the moment. And uh, it has gone a very long way since um, last year. Uh, yeah, obviously, uh, last year in 2014, there was a podcast yeah. movement. Uh, yeah. And that sort of started a, a lot of the talk about podcasting in America. Um, and I think that... And for us in Europe, it's interesting to observe the path podcasters take in the US because we can learn on their mistakes. Yeah. Because we are sort of two, three steps behind. And it depends which country you are in. It could be four or five steps or maybe just one or two steps. So um, it's it's just interesting. And I think for, for anyone who is in Europe, I think it is worth to, to tune in to US and see what's happening there um, and, and learn. From that. And even uh, attend conferences wherever you can. Um, you know, obviously, we've just put on our own conference, New Media Europe, but there are a ton of great conferences you should consider in the United yeah. States. Um, just, you know, look them up. Uh, there's, there's loads of them. I mean, that's how we, we got into the community aspect we were talking about earlier in, in our slot of, you know, podcasting builds community, you make friends. I mean, it's, it's just a fantastic thing. Um, but actually, there's a magic that happens, obviously, when you meet face to face as well. Mm. And a lot of the conferences provide the opportunity to do that. Absolutely. And um, I've, I've just seen there was an interesting question uh, from Jared. Um, he's asking whether there are any, whether there is any hard data showing the increase of podcasts. Um, now, this is interesting because podcasting is sort of fragmented between a number of different hosting platforms. And every hosting platform will have their own data. Uh, but actually, I would say the, the only true reflection of data would come from iTunes, um, from, from Apple. But they, I don't think they have released any data on that. And it would be incredible to, to actually see that data. Um, and I wonder whether there is a way uh, for us as podcasters to perhaps uh, really pressurize Apple and say we want that data to be released um, because that you know iTunes is undoubtedly the biggest uh, consumption place and it gathers all of the hosts in one place so I wonder whether uh, you guys would um, would agree with that there you go uh, yeah, true. So there you go. But perhaps we have to do something as podcasters and uh, get onto Apple's back and say, we want the data <laughs> and um, maybe we'll get it back. But uh, from from the data that we have seen, um, I know Spreaker, Lipsyn, uh, all of those guys have um, have released some data over, over the, the past couple of years. Um, and uh, I know that uh, they um, they've seen the increase in podcasting. 